wonder what those big white chunks are that feel like they are caught in the back of your throat? Stay tuned to find out more on This Old Tooth. Hello everyone, you are listening to episode number 10 of This Old Tooth, a podcast devoted to providing you with honest, agenda-free information about how you can get and keep a beautiful, healthy smile for life. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Germain. Today's episode will be our fourth small bite in our series about bad breath, what causes it, and what you can do about it. Do you ever wonder what those big white chunks are that feel like they are caught in the back of your throat? When you have a sore throat and bad breath at the same time, it might not be due to a strep infection, a sinus problem, or an allergy. If you have a sore throat and your breath is so putrid that you can't even stand to be in the same room with yourself, you could be suffering from a little-known but aggravating problem called tonsil stones. However, Before I talk about these little jewels, I just want to share the new vocabulary word that I discovered when I was searching for a way to adequately describe them to you. The word is effluvia, spelled E-F-F-L-U-V-I-A. It is a plural noun meaning unpleasant or harmful odors, secretions, or discharges. Now let me use it in a sentence. When the unwholesome effluvia of decaying food, debris, plaque, bacteria, mucus, and dead cells get trapped in your tonsils, they will harden and calcify over time to form tonsil stones. And I am here to tell you that the odor that they create can only be likened to the business end of a skunk. Because I had my tonsils out when I was a kid, I have never had them, but my sister had them, and once she brought them to my attention, I developed a bit of a weird fascination with these little chunks of junk. First of all, they have many pet names that just plain make me giggle. Cheese balls, throat cheese, cheese chunks, gompers, dead drops, punk rocks, fast food, tonsil surprise, Marble Farm, Tasmanian Tonsil Ticklers, Classic Rocks, Devil's Feta, and my favorite of all, Sneeze Nuggets. Because if you sneeze hard enough, you might just send one flying across the room through your nose. While tonsil stones, also called tonsilloliths, may produce no symptoms at all, they frequently cause pain when swallowing. They can also cause earaches, a metallic taste, throat closing or tightening, coughing fits, tonsillar swelling, and sometimes choking. Tonsilloliths occur more frequently in teens than in adults or young children. Now, many small tonsil stones do not cause much noticeable pain, but if you have unexplained bad breath, they could be hiding behind the visible part of your tonsils. Even when they are large, some tonsil stones are only discovered incidentally on x-rays or CAT scans. 
To describe this a little further, it might be worth noting that your tonsils are the two oval-shaped pads of tissue at the back of your throat, one on each side. And the tonsils are a type of lymph node tissue and work as part of your body's immune system. They act as filters for bacteria and viruses, and they also make disease-fighting white blood cells and antibodies. They have a very irregular surface and often have tiny pockets, which make them difficult to keep clean, particularly when you have a sore throat, because a sore throat is going to hurt you to touch, and the debris can fester there for weeks, which accounts for the putrid odor. Sometimes a tonsillolith will stick out or protrude, and they may feel like a foreign object lodged in the back of your throat. They may be a nuisance and difficult to remove, but they're usually not harmful. Sometimes they form as a softer, more rubbery mass rather than a hard one and can be found embedded in the tissue on the roof of the mouth. They're often associated with chronically infected tonsils and can be accompanied by a chronic postnasal drip. Now, women are about 33% more likely to develop tonsil stones than men, but the reason why is not well understood. It is, however, thought that chronic inflammation from throat or ear infections can put you at a higher risk. Chronic inflammation can also cause the formation of crypts and fibrosis, which is actually thickening and scarring of the tonsils to occur, allowing an ideal location for the stones to form. And people who have had a tonsillectomy don't typically get tonsil stones, even if some of their tonsil tissue grows back. Now, much rarer than the typical smaller tonsil stones are giant tonsilloliths. Giant tonsilloliths may often be mistaken for other oral problems, including peritonsillar abscesses and tumors of the tonsils. The largest recorded tonsillolith is 14.5 centimeters, and it was recorded in 1936. Now think about that. If you take centimeters, convert it to inches, that is over five and a half inches. Can you imagine having that stuck in the back of your throat? And worse than that, can you imagine how badly it smelled? A clinical examination is necessary to diagnose a tonsillolith and also to differentiate it from other things that could be causing the same type of symptoms. The question now is, how do you get rid of them? It is always best to try to prevent them from happening in the first place. So make sure you have a diet rich in probiotics. This will provide your body with good bacteria, which will help fight off the harmful bacteria that allow these deposits to form in the first place. Proper dental hygiene, gargling, and drinking lots of water helps keep the throat area properly flushed and will remove the particles that get lodged and eventually form the tonsil stones. And it is always recommended to brush your teeth two times a day for at least two minutes and to floss once a day to remove the debris and bacteria from your mouth. But if you are unsuccessful in preventing tonsil stones and begin noticing that you have acute ear pain or difficulty swallowing and unusually bad breath, you might want to try one of these simple home remedies. You can wet a soft bristle toothbrush in water, push the bristles into the tonsil stone, and try to dislodge it. 
If you are concerned about scratching your throat or if it is too sore to rub the nylon bristles over the area that is inflamed, you can use a moist cotton swab instead. You can also use either a suction bulb or an eyedropper to try to put a little bit of suction around the area. Using a warm saltwater solution to gargle with helps relieve the painful symptoms associated with tonsil stones, but it will also shrink the tonsil tissues up so that the stones can be more easily removed. It is also a good disinfectant and tends to dry up excess mucus in your throat. You can also gargle with apple cider vinegar in the same way. However, many times the acidic nature of that kind of solution can give you a sore throat, and that's certainly not what you want. And while you wouldn't want to rinse with lemon juice because it is way too acidic, drinking it in hot water or tea will help fight the calcified debris in the back of your throat. If you are not able to remove the tonsil stones yourself, your dentist can remove them with an instrument called a curette, which can easily scoop them out. If they persist, your dentist may recommend a CO2 laser treatment that will smooth out the surface of the tonsil, making it more resistant to catching the debris. And if tonsil soreness persists, if your tonsils look very red or bleed easily, or if pain from your tonsils extends to your ear, make an appointment to see your doctor. These symptoms could signal a much more serious problem that may require medical attention. And now for a fun fact. While fingerprinting is arguably the single most widely used method for individual identification, your tongue has a unique print as well. The tongue is being studied as a backup method of verification that an individual is who they say they are. Hmm. However, I don't think I would be sticking my tongue out at the TSA at the airport just yet. If you have any questions about your dental health, please go to the Contact Me page on my website, thisoldtooth.com. I would love to give you a shout out on my show. And wherever you are listening, it would mean a lot to me to have you subscribe to my podcast and give me a review. It will help me give you the information that you want to hear. On my next episode, I will take the fifth bite in my series about bad breath and discuss how stomach acid, heartburn, and GERD can cause your breath to have a chronic, offensive, sour odor. Until then, thank you for listening. And remember, be true to your teeth or they will be false to you.